Good morning. It's Thursday, January 5th. And thank you for everyone who's replying on, um, I think it's Spotify that they reply on. Uh, it automatically includes what you think of this episode. And I got two replies this morning um, as a thank you. So uh, I just wanted to say thank you for that one. I appreciate when you guys interact with me like we've been doing on uh, YouTube Live all morning. It's 9.34. The market's opened up um, down. <laughs> Essentially what happened was um, the ADP jobs report came out at about 8.30. Uh, it was expected to see an increase of 153,000 jobs. Well, we saw 253,000 jobs. Completely unexpected. Uh, and then a CNBC um, a, a interview by, by Steve Leisman with a Fed president who's retiring, I think the Kansas City Fed, or I'm not sure exactly. Um, but she said, yeah, we're going to have to stay uh, tighter for longer. And what tighter for longer means is that they will raise it up to 5.4, I think is the percentage that they're expecting right now. Uh, and it will stay there for quite a while. And if you stay at 5.4%, then you're essentially killing the market because the market's like, well, when are you going to actually reduce rates? So um, that, that news didn't hit the market well. We kind of went down. I would expect a bounce back of the market just because I do think that there's some type of optimism in the market, that something good is going to happen. Um, so... Uh, talking about it with some folks on um, on YouTube this morning, I, I agree. I think energy is probably a good play, but I will tell you, uh, boil is not your play. And and I went over this uh, with folks on the uh, on YouTube live. Uh, KOLD is still your play, but I will tell you, it's getting close to a very high top, and there are a lot of gaps below this. Um, at some point in time, Boyle comes into play, but I think Boyle moves more down towards the $5 and $6 range than it does up to the $20 range. Um, right now, you're trading at $13.23. You're at pretty much the lows, but you've got these gaps up above. Doesn't mean that this one's going to go up and automatically fill those gaps. Remember, these are decaying assets. So the reality of this ETF is that it will decay in value over time. It won't go up. It doesn't own anything. It just tracks the, uh, the natural gas futures. So it doesn't, even KOLD, even though it's going up in value right now, it's not actual value. It's just the price is going up. So you want to be careful in these. I wouldn't touch either one of them right now, to be honest with you. I think it's just KOLD is so oversold, overbought, I mean. Um, and, and boil is just so oversold. Wait for the first 10%. And then when you get in a, a bull market on one of them, wait for the next, you know, buy in and get the next 10%. So I, 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 I just, I, I would caution you against those. Um, I did a video yesterday where I thought um, Verizon and AT&T, if you want to watch it, go to my YouTube channel. You can see a short, you can see, I think it's like two minutes long. It's not long, uh, but I go over the charts. Verizon. I still think that Verizon has probably uh, 10% in it. You've missed the first 10% from 37 to 40. Uh, I went over this on December 22nd that it was just too low, that it had a great dividend. Let's see what, for, I think it's like 6% or 7%. Uh, it is 6.35% is the dividend in Verizon. 
So you've got your ex-dividend date coming up January 9th next week. Um, you'll get what 6% divided by four because it's a quarterly dividend. You'll get, you know, just under 2%, you know, for just holding it. Great. And I went over this with, with Fidelity. Um, I went into their U.S. Treasury bond six month, the, the worst, the yield to worst that you will get from buying a bond now until, um, until uh, July 6th, 2023. I have it up on my screen if you want to go to YouTube. We're at the 46-minute mark. Yield to worst is the key point. Uh, United States Treasury bill, zero coupon. 4.8% is the yield to worst that you will get. So uh, if you want 4.8% and you don't think you're going to touch that money, or you could touch the money, you could just sell it if it actually goes up in value uh, closer to the time, which it most likely will. You know, it won't go up in value. If you're having to sell it before its uh, maturity date, you might. You won't lose money. You just might make 2% instead of 4.8%. But as rates continue to go up, uh, that's, the, that's what you're going to get. So again, Verizon, look at that, that story that I did, the, the video. It, it's, it's, it's up above its 200-day on the four-hour on the algorithm, which told us, but it's not above its 200-day on the daily. It's probably going to the 200-day, which is $44. And you're at $41 right now. Grab the dividend. You know, you've got your earnings coming up. I, I can't imagine that earnings are going to be spectacular. But if they start taking some share away from T-Mobile and their visible portion starts, you know, guys, if you don't pay, if you pay more than 30 bucks a line for your phone service, you're out of your freaking mind. Go to my link tree and sign up for visible service through me. You get 20 bucks. I get 20 bucks. Um, and it's a great service. I have, haven't had a problem yet. It's the same service as Verizon. Honest to God, I've switched over probably 30 people. Um, and, and none of them have said they've had a problem. Switching your phone service is so easy. You just call you know, or text or communicate or chat with your current phone provider. Get a PIN number. You put it into the, uh, the visible service. And if you want a phone, I think they're giving $300 off new phones which is better than most. And you don't have to trade your phone in. You sell your phone on the secondary market. You get more than the trade-in that Verizon and those guys are doing. So again, you know, kind of look at your cost. I think that's the next thing that we're going to go over on the Fire podcast is cost. But AT&T is in the same situation as Verizon. Uh, let's look at Verizon on Active Trader Pro real quick. Um, Verizon service today. Let me see. Where's Verizon? Um, it's flat. Opened up at 41.13. It's at 41.13. It's flat. Uh, yesterday it went up to 41. Uh, well, today it went up to 41.25 at open. It's kind of moving down now. I, I, closer to 40 is a better buy. But I don't think you're going to, you're not going to mind buying this at 40. Um, you know, people need phone service. They're not disconnecting phone service. The problem is that their margins are going to get hurt, and that's it. So uh, Verizon, AT&T, I still think that that's a good one. I'm going to go uh, down. Uh, Micron, MU, big winner yesterday. I think it was up like 5 6%. Uh, it created a gap, created a gap between 50 
and 52, uh, it's hitting up against that 200-day. Now, if you break that 200-day and you close today for some reason above 55, I can't imagine that you do. But at some point in time, if you close above that 200-day, if you have TrendSpider, put this alert on for you. Uh, if you break above that 200-day, maybe I'll just set an alert, you know, create an alert at this line. Um, sensitivity, we're going to put it within 10 cents. Um, we're not going to use the extended hours. Um, but we'll do that. SMA, your note, we're going to say uh, above 200. And expiration, we're going to say 18 days past, trigger wants, create alert. Why can't I create the, oh, I have to say breakthrough. I'll say touch. Um, I'll say touch. If it touches within 10 cents of that 200-day line create an alert. Boom. You know what happens now? When it gets to that 200 day, within 10 cents of that 200 day, I get a text. Another benefit of TrendSpider. I don't have to sit here and watch charts, but if it gets a close to that 200 day, I think you're going to fill this gap up here at 61. Um, you know, 60, it, this was just back in November. It's not like that's a crazy, crazy thought. Now their, their earnings were, they were talking about the chip and the chip glut. They were bad. So you have to worry about it bouncing off that 200-day. But if you break above that 200-day, I think you got some momentum here for at least a 10% move. Uh, UNH yesterday got beaten up. It's close to $500. It is below $500, 493 This is, you know, once, go back and look here. You're coming up on earnings. I can't imagine that earnings are going to be bad. Earnings might be brought down. But take a look at this. Uh, we'll go to a weekly. Uh, take a look at this. You're breaking the 50-day. Last time you broke the 50-day on this one, you moved up from 473 up to close to 550. So that was just back in June. So I, I think you have an opportunity to get in here on UNH. I will continue to watch this one. Um, I want to see where the trigger is. Uh, you outside the Bollinger Band, I'm not saying buy this one today. The RSI is at 26. I can't imagine that this one goes down to 450s, but you can see back here, 460 uh, could be in play. Let's bring this volume shelf back here and we'll see. See, everybody's bought in down here at the 470s. They've already sold. You've broken through these, the volume gap here. So... Be careful. I, I don't know that there's necessarily a floor on this one. You're trading well below the Bollinger Bands. I don't know the news on this one, but I saw it yesterday. It was crazy beaten up. Uh, GLD, which is the, the S&P Gold Trust, there's some strength in gold. And there was this, um, a guy I saw on uh, YouTube this morning, stock market mentor. Dude charges like, you know, 50 bucks a month for his alerts. Uh, this is stuff I give you guys for free. Uh, I don't charge for this stuff. I don't want to charge for this stuff because you know what? Rule number one, don't listen to a douche on the internet. Don't make your bias. Rule number two, don't listen to Jim Cramer. Uh, um, but he did bring up GDXJ. Uh, but it's the same thing. It's gold. It's just a different gold ETF. Uh, I, gold has been strong. And, and you know, Dr. Tom is right. Gold has been strong since November. Uh, GLD, 155 was the buy-in. And you're at 170 right now. Huge. 
gaps all the way around it. Uh, what this guy said was uh, GDXJ, um, which is Van Eck gets the gold miners. Uh, it's less gappy. And so he, he liked it because it does have this ascending triangle in it. Um, you're trading above here. He thinks that you could go to 40. Eh. I don't know where he's necessarily getting his stuff unless he's looking at this gap back here at 38 to 40, um, which he could be. He could be. See, there's the gap right there. I just hit it. So I, it's below the 200-day there. I'm not sure that it draws that magnet there, but you're trading at 37 right now. It kind of ran up yesterday. Um, it does have this support level here at about 34. He was telling, you know, tight stop loss at about 10%. So, uh, but I wanted to bring up gold since it is strong. One that I saw yesterday that really moved um, was Mara, our lovely Mara. Um, <laughs> this is one that uh, we had a trigger at 390 and it still got you in. It just hasn't moved. Uh, and it went all the way down to 320. Even though that 390 was in there, it went all the way down to 320. You're at 394 right now. And and you you're above the two the the nine day you're above the twenty one day, this is crypto, the RSI is at fifty. Uh, when we go over to Active Trader Pro, uh, Mara today, I'm waiting for it to pull up, is at three ninety six. Uh, it closed yesterday at four twenty two. Um, three ninety six is where it was is at today, and it's just in the last like ten minutes. It's just well, I want to say since 7 o'clock, it's been on a slide. There's no reason to buy it right now. I wanted to bring this up because I like this one, you know, uh, with crypto. I think you can buy it. It's actually got a physical uh, money that it makes. So unlike crypto, this one mines crypto, but I like it a little bit better than crypto. Uh, but you could make money. Tesla, uh, big move yesterday. I think it was 5, 4, 5, 6%. Um, Tesla is, uh, <clears throat> according to Mark Newton from Fundstrat, and I'm a big fan of Tom Lee, not the drummer, but from, from Fundstrat, he has been a bull through this entire bear market. Now, nothing that he says, he, he was right throughout the pandemic. Um, but he's a, a, just a permanent bull. And, and that's what it kind of looks like it. He's a permanent bull. Um, kind of like, you know, Warren Buffett. I saw a great interview with him where he's, he was like, hey, I just invest in America. And you've got 77 years. He's, I think he said three 77-year um, uh, occurrences within the U.S. where you just had constant, constant growth. And it's because the U.S. is set up in that way to actually succeed. And so he said, I'm betting, betting in the U.S., um, and Mark Newton from Fundstrat, uh, kind of the same thing. Uh, he's a technician. So unlike Tom Lee, who's a, um, a economist, uh, Mark Newton is a technician who looks at charts. Mark Newton said Tesla is broken right now. He thinks that the 100 level could be a good technical level to buy. The weekly charts are showing oversold right now, but more time is needed maybe at the end of the month. And he said, do not buy it before earnings. Um, but the end of the month, January 25th, if you hit the 100 level prior to that, 
I think you could probably start putting some money in. Again, this is in the um, Daily Stock Picks core portfolio. I have it still in there because I do think that it's a stock that, that you could hold. Uh, I got out of it for tax purposes. I got out of it. I think I sold it like 115, somewhere in that neighborhood. I didn't uh, manage this one very well at all. If I had managed it very well, uh, I'll show you kind of on the chart here uh, on the uh, the algorithm that I have. I would have sold it 220 because there was a death cross here of the 50 day under the 200 day, and you were trading at the 213 level. I held on for a hundred dollars of uh, of uh, per share. I don't know how many shares I had. I had quite a bit. You know, I want to say a hundred or so, but um, yeah, I I held on for a hundred dollars per share. Not smart on my part. Not good. Um, you haven't had a winner since October. In this one, you've had constant losers. The algorithm loses you twenty four percent. Buying and holding over a thousand candles loses you sixty percent. Your average win, you only win thirty two percent of the time, but your average win is twelve percent. I think that if this earnings comes up and Elon announces a new CEO of Twitter or announces something crazy like the Cybertruck is ready for production, blah, 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 um, I think you're seeing this one move back up to the 150s. So you can see the volume. The volume shelves here, if you just pull this to its recent highs back in September, um, there's a significant volume shelf that's created down here between 105 and 129. Uh, up above, you've still got a significant volume shelf around 180 to 189. I don't know that that necessarily plays into it. The Bollinger Bands are still super big. You can see the volume increase well over average right now, um, but it's oversold. It's broken. I wouldn't, wouldn't kind of get into this one. There were some uh, big moves in the streamers yesterday. Netflix way up at 307. It's covering this gap. It's going to cover the gap to 314. Uh, the next gap that it covers is to 345. I Again, I'd like this one closer to $300 than at 308. I'd probably just hold on to it at 308. Um, I wouldn't sell it. But the RSI is up at 61. So it's a little high. Their earnings are coming up. You don't know what those earnings are going to be. Maybe they're going to announce that they just haven't been able to sell the ad tier as well as they thought. They haven't grown it. They might announce a crackdown on passwords, which would make this thing soar. You just don't know. But Netflix, big move. It's still in that upward trend. The algorithm had you in at 290, and you're at 308. So you've got some pretty good percentage if you got in with the algorithm. Again, if you, if you want your, your access to the algorithm, just sign up for TrendSpider. I'll give it to you. It's not a big deal. Paramount Global, P-A-R-A. Um, this is one that moved up big yesterday. Uh, 1681 was the buy in the, uh, the algorithm. And this is a Jim, a uh, farmer Jim on CNBC. He's been pounding the table on this one. This is great. I think it's a $20 stock in a healthy, healthy streaming market. Um, you know, Yellowstone, I'm not a big fan. I watched, I think it jumped the shark in season two. I watched the first season. The second season was pretty much the same thing. So I was like, eh, great scenery. Um, characters, eh. I was like, eh, eh. But yeah, Paramount Global moved. 
Um, Wells Fargo analyst Mike Mayo uh, said that Bank of America is his top pick for the next couple of years, and he believes it will double. Uh, I'm sorry, it will surge 50% over the next couple of years. 50% over a couple of years, by the way. That ain't no joke. If you're going up from 30 to 50 um, or 45 in the next couple of years, that ain't no joke if you play that one. Uh, that's great. That's a great move in a huge company. The RSI is right now at 58. Um, I bought Wells Fargo at about the same time this was trading at 31. Wells Fargo is up 5%. I'm up on that one. Uh, I think you can buy into these banks with the rising rates. I think Wells Fargo, I think Bank of America, uh, shitty bank <laughs> that we always say um, the, uh, from South Park. Uh, this was at 44. It's, you know, the algorithm said buy at 44. You're at 46 now. I think any of those. This one, it's bumping up against that 200-day. And you can see when it bumps up against that 200-day, it just doesn't like it. Just kind of loses it. Bank earnings are coming up next week. So we should be able to see uh, hear some pretty good stuff. Um, there was a subscriber yesterday, by the way, who messaged me that he had signed up for Fidelity. Now, we don't have a great process for this. Uh, but I did message my Fidelity guy. My Fidelity guy is offering, I think it's $100. $2,500 is the minimum funding that you can put in for the bank account, um, for an account, I should say, brokerage, IRA, um, Roth IRA, HSA, whatever you want over Fidelity. They've got all the, 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 the accounts that you can just transfer over to. $2,500 is the minimum. He'll give you $100. I get something out of it. Um, essentially, what he says is send the email and, um, and phone number to me. I'll send it over to Stuart at Fidelity. Uh, the person yesterday, we got told by Stuart yesterday that we're getting gift cards in the mail. So we're not even getting the, the, it funded, but we're getting gift cards in the mail. So uh, if you want to do it, I just wanted to make sure that you guys knew that. There's two things that I use uh, on this podcast. It's TrendSpider, which you can sign up for free. Um, uh, use the link in the description. Right now it's 468. I've been having some discussion with people who are upset that they didn't get it at 300. Uh, well, you should have sold. You bought it at three hundred when I told you. There's, you know, again, I'm not selling courses. I'm not selling a bunch of stuff. But the two things that you guys see me use all the time, it's TrendSpider and Active Trader Pro. Those, are, if you want to trade, if you want to understand stocks, Fidelity even has the best educational system. I mean, shit, Fidelity has so much stuff. Plus, look at the bond rates they're giving you know giving you access to just by just buying. 4.83. God, I'm going to do that after this, by the way. I think I'm going to take like, you know, um, probably six figures and throw it over there just because I'm, I'm not going to trade six figures. Who am I thinking? But yeah, uh, but Fidelity is great. TrendSpider is great. Those are the two things. Um, so I wanted to bring that up. Uh, my favorite groundskeeper, Bill Murray, wants me to look at WAL. This is Western Alliance Bank Corp. I think Bill has brought this up before. Um, it's crossing up here, crossed up here at 5820. You're at 59. The only thing I know, let's look at their uh, Finviz, W A L, Western Alliance Bank Corp. Uh, so their PE is six. Their dividend is 2.37. 2. Um, one year, they're down 44%. Performance year to date, they're up 1.88. So it's with the banking system. 
You're 52% below your 52-week high of 124. You're 8% above your 52-week low of 54.86, which is right about where the algorithm said. Yeah, 58 was where the algorithm said. The latest monkey was JP Morgan neutral $85 price target, which is crazy. <coughs> Insider Monkey, 12 dividend stocks that are down 30% year to date. Uh, let's see about Insider Transaction. The last one is a sale um, from a director at $78.36. So I would assume that 78 just based on last year's sales and the, and the most recent sales, um, 70 is where they want this stock to be. It's kind of where I would think, but there's not a whole lot of insider sales buying not a whole the last big one was in um, march of 08 and that was one point almost two million bucks um, but from a technical standpoint i i see it as a downward trend you're out, down look at these two trend lines from finviz again if you don't have uh trend spider just look at finviz look at the weekly and it'll draw trend lines for you um if, if it identifies them but look at the weekly i mean it's down down half of it uh look at the monthly i would read up about why they're down these are regional bank um western alliance bank corp adds new members to its board of directors um uh, bank analyst association it's not a lot of news on this one i mean you can read about the q3 earnings back in october and their estimates When's their earnings coming up? It's coming up next week with all the January 26th, so in two weeks, with all of the rest of the banks. I, what worries me technically is that that look at that big move that you've got in the MACD right up to the oscillator. The last time it, it capped out, you moved up a little bit uh, and you moved up just over that 200 day. That 200 day is right now at 68. That'd be a big move for this one. It does have a gap up here. Um, let's pull this over here to see are most people. Yeah. See, here's where, where you have to worry about it. Not a lot of people bought up here. Essentially when it was up here, nobody was really buying or if they did buy, they sold because you don't see a lot of, uh, a lot of volume, uh, up there. You see most of the volume down here and this big move down here, 56, that just means that, Hey, uh, a lot of people thought it bottomed out. There's a lot of people buying here, probably with the MACD kind of crossing up on the daily. We can go to a daily and just look. Um, a lot of people, technicians and stuff, look at the daily. Yeah, you can see the daily. If we pull this back a little bit to its high right there, um, you can see right here, I mean, you know, probably again to that 200-day right at the, the, um, on the four-hour chart, 65 to 66. It's where a lot of people are holding. So, but just be careful because look at that long term. Look at this long term chart. This is a regional bank that has been in free fall since November 2021. And if we take a, we're going to go through, um, let's start here. We'll start March 2022 and we'll touch at least three points. Uh, there we go. And if we just move and touch three points on the top end, um, I'm going to touch that one. Then you're still in the 50% down below there. 
So I, I think you could go up to the, again, all points are pointing towards 69 as being a top, but you're at 59.38. So it, it, I would think if you move uh, 5% on this one, I think you take your profits because again, if this, if this trend is right, while you're moving uh, upward in this little, little uh, upward trajectory here, you're still in a bear market and, and don't fight the trend. Look at the 200 day. Look at the 50 day. Uh, the only ones that are moving are the nine day and the 21 day. That's it. So I wouldn't assume that this one's all of a sudden going to turn around. Now, if you're holding long term and you look at a weekly, um, yes, yeah, the 200 day still moving up. The 50 days coming down. If you have that that um, death cross of the 50 day under the 200 day, then you're probably looking at the 40s again. So. Um, but, you know, again, financials just haven't done well. So WAL, I think it, I, I, if you're in it, Bill, I'd stay in it for a little bit longer. But if you're out of it uh, and you want to get into it, I would probably put a fairly tight stop loss just based on it's in a bear market. That 200 days just moving. There's no reason to think that that's going to move up. Um. One that I noticed yesterday, too, was Coinbase, and this was with Mara. Coinbase is, again, you, you kind of think of this one, hey, uh, it's in a bear market, absolutely 100% bear market, but it moved up. Today, it's moving down. We had this, uh, the cross up here at 35.19. It hasn't moved much on the, uh, the MACD. It's just kind of fluttered while it's moved down. So it's not a great one, but I think you can expect a bounce back. See how the Bollinger Bands are kind of cinching up here and it traded outside the Bollinger Bands, but then it pulled it back in. So you're going to see them cinch up, I think. Uh, this is not one that I'm recommending right now. It's just one that I noticed yesterday and I wanted to look at it. I am hearing some uh, conversations on Twitter about Mullen. And I want to be careful with this one because I don't think that the algorithm does you any benefit in this one. Um, but Mullen, I'm hearing some, some mutters about. So let's take, uh, they're talking about something midday today uh, or at some point in time during the day, moving this stock. This stock is absolutely worthless. I want that up front. You do not hold this stock. Um, it has issued failed to meet NASDAQ requirements. It's at 35 cents. It opened up at 33 cents. So you've moved a good amount. I mean, listen, when you're talking cents and a 33 cents and you're moving two cents, that's almost 10%. Three cents is going to be your 10 cent, your, your, your 10%. So it, it, there's talk of this moving. What I want you to be careful of is realize this was a, a, a full dollar just a few months ago. Let's go back to Safari. Here's where we're at. You're making lower lows. And, and remember I said, don't fight the trend. You're right up against this 200-day. There might be big news that comes by at 39 cents and pops up, up there. I would say if you're going to trade this one, trade it on very short time frames. Scalp it. Don't think that you're going to make, um, you know, 5,000% in this one. Get out, get out quickly. Uh, that, that would be my, my guidance on that one.
Uh, let's look at some scans. Uh, McDonald's crossed up. And I think this is a secondary cross up, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it's still running. Uh, the algorithm's still thinking. It's, I think it's on McDonald's time. <laughs> uh, it's not a secondary cross up. You've had recent, recent kind of lows on this one 264.39. Your 262 is where you're trading. Um, this is one that I, I honestly, I think you could just buy and hold. I don't, it, it's not broken. It's 200 day. Um, it, it's in that direction where it may, you can see the last time it broke its 200 day at 251, it traded all the way down to 237, but then shot up to 278. And that was right before earnings. We're kind of going through that same pattern. The problem is going to be what will the earnings come out with? Are they going to reduce their guidance? And that's the danger that you have. If you trade into earnings and they all of a sudden say, hey, we've got a ton of inflation, we're going to make less money. Well, shit, you're going to lose a lot of money. You got this gap that's starting to be filled down here. 259 is the gap. I think if you get closer to 259, uh, 260, I think you could pull the trigger. Don't put 100% in. If you want $1,000 in there, put 100 bucks in. You got free trades. If you don't have free trades, go to Fidelity. You got free trades. But McDonald's had that cross up. 264 is the buy-in. I wouldn't necessarily trust that 264. Your RSI is on the downturn at 41. 41's in no man's land. And you can see kind of the MACDs just meandering down. It's below the oscillator. Um, it's not making big moves. But I think McDonald's is a quality, quality stock. I think they're a quality company. Uh, I think they are a little bit expensive. Um, yeah, see the PE is 33. They have a 2.3% dividend year to date. They're, they're kind of flat, but you're only five days in, um, for one year you're down 2%. So remember the S and P was down, I think eight, 9%, 12% last year. Um, somewhere in that neighborhood, maybe closer to 17. I don't know, but, um, let's look at spy. So for one year, spy was down 19%. So McDonald's being down 1.56% in one year, it's freaking incredible. So uh, here's the daily when you go back. You know, again, it's a good stock. What, whether you like the, the, this, the fast food or not, I freaking love fast food. Oh, God. I, I, uh, if, I, if it were healthy, I'd eat fast food every day. Another one, uh, this is a stock that has done horribly. Um, Walgreen Boots. Had a cross up. And the reason that it had a cross up is it just tanked yesterday. I mean, you can see that candle. This candle here in the morning, um, it's down a period of 1.56%, and you're not even 30 minutes into the trading day. Uh, and you've already moved 2% in a candle. Um, that's crazy. It's broken its 200 day. It had this cross up. I would say hold on. Don't necessarily buy this. There is some, some there's got to be some news on this one. Uh, Walgreen boots do do resumed. Um, beats on earnings, stock slides on opt opioid settlement. Yeah, they got an opioid settlement. So, um, their earnings came out. It, it hasn't done done very well. It's got a new CEO. Uh, I like the management team in this one. Uh, I think you could probably get into this one. You can see the two hundred days just kind of moving straight ahead. It started to get, you're coming off a 23% gain in this one. Um, you're down at 37. It was just trading at 40. So uh, another one that I do like, 
uh, AVGO. This is Broadcom. Uh, it's expensive. Uh, AVGO is expensive. I will tell you that. Um, it's a secondary cross-up. You're currently in this run at 436 from October. You're at 554. Uh, there are gaps down below here. Your Bollinger Bands are cinch cinching up. So I do think that you're going to make a move. Um, and the MACD is crossing up. You can see it's above its oscillator line and it's crossing up. The question is, where is it going to go? Uh, I, you've already had your earnings. You've passed your ex-dividend date. Um, your next earnings are coming up on March 2nd, so it's no time soon. If we go to a longer-term chart of this, I do think that you have some opportunity because look at this one. The last time that you touched um, the 200-day was uh, COVID, and you just continued to go up there. I think you could see 620 in this one uh, in a, a, good, a good market, but you are oversold, overbought. The RSI is at 57. And this is a weekly. You go down to a daily, and it's probably even more oversold. Well, it's at 55. So it's the same thing. It's just oversold. But you got that 50-day crossing up on the 200-day uh, on the daily. It's a golden, you know, golden cross. So there's your, your crosses. There's your stuff. Um, I'll be on YouTube for a little bit more. But if you have any questions, thanks for the feedback, guys. If you made it this far, uh, rate, the, rate the show. Uh, up on uh, up on wherever you're listening, just hit five stars. If you made it this far, you like me. You really, really like me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I not too much today. That that jobs report jobs report is coming out Friday. Um, we sell from ADP today. We could get beaten down. So I I I've got a bunch of cash on the sidelines. I'm probably going to start putting that to work here in the next couple of days. I'll let you know exactly what I do. Um, I do like Bank of America. I do like uh, UNH. Um, I do like um, uh, Broadcom, even though it's a little bit expensive. Uh, oh, Daniel wanted me to go over RMED. R-M-E-D. This is a... Uh, it's definitely a retail trader stock. This is RA Medical Systems. Um, let's look at RMED. They are healthcare, um, healthcare devices. They're not making money. This is not one that you want to get into for a long-term perspective. Um, you know, unless you're Dr. Tom and you understand this stuff. A medical device company develops manufacturers and markets eczema lasers for use in treatment of vascular immune mediated inflammatory diseases. I know I've gone over this one before. Um, Armed, we had the algorithm buy-in at five dollars. It's at six thirty-two. You've had crazy, crazy moves in this. The algorithm, just so you know, loses you ninety-five percent. The buy-and-hold loses you ninety-seven percent. Your average win is 18% on this one, but you only win 18% of the time. There are so many better places to put your money than to risk it here. You know what? Go to Vegas. It's about what you're getting here. Um, just go to Vegas, put it on blackjack. It's a lot easier. It's a lot simpler um, because that, that's where I think you're going. Now, from a technical standpoint, you moved above your 200-day. You haven't been above your 200-day since you were at $17 per share. So I don't think you're going back there. There's nothing that tells me from the, the monetary standpoint of this, from uh, the monkey 
the the analysts that are moving this. I you know year to date you're up fifteen percent. One year you're down ninety one percent. Doesn't mean that this is a great company. Um, it's a short squeeze. It's essentially what I'm saying is that it's a short squeeze. Let's go over to Active Trader Pro because they tell me the percentage that's shorted. Uh, by the way, eleven uh, percent of Mullen is shorted. Um, Armed eighteen percent is shorted. And look, you're losing. Yeah. Go to Vegas. It's a better opportunity for you. Uh, it's a micro cap. So uh, over 10 days, you've traded 338,000 shares. Over 90 days, which is a longer term, 1.5 million shares. It could get caught up again in, in retail trading. That 1.5 million shares traded, that's retail trading. The 338 over the 10 days, it's normal trading. So if we go back here and we look at um, kind of the volume, you look at that volume right there, and then it flattens out. There's no volume in this. So you could very well get caught in this one and lose all your money. I'd say stay out of it. Um, so Daniel, there is your boomer. <laughs> That's the Jim Cramer um, take on this one. Oh, I should show you. On the chart, by the way, here, here, so that blue line right there, that's the volume. And you can see where it runs up. It's just volume. It's volume that's running it up. That's all it is. It's short squeeze. There's no news. There's no nothing. These guys are losing $4.36 per share. It's split. And the reason it's split here is because uh, it's a reverse split, 1.5 shares. So they wanted to boost up their price. That's all they did, boost up their stock share price. Um, but it, it doesn't change the value of it. It just changes that they wanted to get above a dollar, I think, is what they probably did. So you got gaps down here. It's not worth it. Hopefully, I, I, I talked you out of that one. Tune in tomorrow for more boomer, uh, boomer analysis and more hatred on uh, Kramer. So uh, thanks, you guys. And again, uh, remember, Trend Spider's on sale for how long? Let me see. Um, Trend Spider is on sale for three more days. So if you're pissed that you didn't get in at 320, you're going to even be more pissed when you can't get in at 468. Because I think this is the last time it's the last sale. Uh, I do have 25% off with the code DSP25. Um, but that's once they're 45%, you know, 40% sales up, you don't have anything else. You know, 25% is all you're going to get. So you got three more days to do it. Any questions, hit me up on the socials. Let me know how I can help you. Uh, do not pay for somebody's stock triggers because, you know, I'd, I'd rather see you pay for TrendSpider and actually learn how to trade. Okay, take care.